0: Hi, I'm James Schilling. Well, I'm here in Liverpool. We've been here the last two days, and we just got a fantastic walking tour of Liverpool. And I'm here with Margot Storey, great name for a guide. We were talking about that. She's with the Blue blue Badge uh, Guides that will take you all around and your clients. And we were with a great group. And we literally walked all the way down from the river all the way back to our hotel. We're going to go through that little tour uh, here right now with you and you're looking at Insider Travel Report. Now, Margaret. first of all, it was a wonderful tour. Uh, I, I had walked, I've been to Liverpool a few times, but uh-huh. this, you gave me kind of a good overview of everything that's going on in the city. And we actually started on a bus and you showed us a little bit of, uh, I think we saw Paul McCartney's home, right? Yes,
1: yeah, we went to Paul McCartney's house of Fort Lynn Road, yeah. told you the stories about um, when he lived there with his dad and his brother. Yeah, Oh yeah, so, Mike.
0: Yeah, yeah, and Mike and his brother. So, you, so we saw that and we had earlier seen where John Lennon was and this is, we, we were coming from uh, actually a wonderful uh, strawberry field. Uh, so that was incredible. But then we took the bus all the way down to the port area and talk a little bit about uh, all where the dockyards are because that's really become a, such a development now and there's so much down there to see. We couldn't see it all of it, but you have museums, you have shops and apartments and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. But there are so many great museums there, right?
1: yeah i mean tourism and hospitality has become the mainstay of our economy that and the knowledge quarter we've got three universities but tourism is really important to us so we first stopped at the royal albert dock which has been there since 1846 Mm First fireproof warehousing system in the world. We like to quote when we're first or biggest or best, and quite often we are. Uh, Yeah, so 1846, the uh, Albert Dock warehousing system opened. Um, it was. It allowed warehouses to be built right on the side of the dock.
0: And it was when sailing ships were going through there, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was important for the sailing ships. So what happened was the sailing ships would come into the Albert Dock. They'd bring in the cargoes that were imported and exported um, to Liverpool. So the imports were mostly cotton, tea, tobacco, sugar. Yeah, uh, these were the important things that were brought in. They were all brought up to the warehouses. And you had
0: new technology, stuff like, you, I think you said there was a, a special kind of dock where you could actually control the water levels and the sailing ships could come right in. Of course, when you had steamships come in, that kind of changed everything, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: did, yeah. So what makes a dock a dock is a gate. Yeah. So as soon as you get a gate on a piece of water, you've got a, a dock. Yeah. So the water can't go up and down, but the docks did become too small because they were built for the sailing ships. Now yeah, sailing we saw a
0: couple that, were, you know, that would not have fit some of the larger yeah, exactly, ships. Right, exactly,
1: yeah. yeah. We saw some um, uh, docks where the sailing ships could have fitted in, but when Prince Albert came to open the Albert Dock, he came in on one of the first steamships, okay. which proved to be the death now for the Albert Dock because um, those steamships could get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so for 50 years, the Albert Dock was like the dock. It was the, the you know, the a perfect doc but it did become too small for those big steamships.
0: But then you fast forward about uh, another century, and there was a whole other reason to have these docks where you have these, and suddenly you're developing museums and restaurants and obviously apartments. And talk a little bit about some of the museums are there because there's some really fantastic ones, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. From the 1980s onwards, really, um, this new idea of Liverpool as a a tourism, people started to appreciate heritage, and we became a a center of tourism. So down there at the Albert Dock you've got the International Slavery Museum, you've got the Maritime Museum, we've got Tate Liverpool which And
0: that's an important gallery which is a, a division of the Tate that's in London and it's one of the few places you have a Tate Yeah,
1: only out, the only ones outside London are in St. Ives and Liverpool so very important. But we've got a connection you see because Henry Tate who uh, was the, the family that donated the, the money to b- build the art galleries um, he was a sugar merchant mm-hmm. and so his sugar would mostly have come into Liverpool
0: yeah, and that's what made his money, so that's exactly. it. So so here we saw the Tate guy, we went all over there. and right around down there is also the Beatles Story Museum too that, that yeah. you can go to, which is a fantastic, another Beatles venue, and I have been there. Um, but then we kept on moving along, and we went to some of the right, uh, well, there's the Liverpool Museum, which we walked into briefly, right?
1: Yeah, the Museum of Liverpool tells the story of Liverpool, all free to go in, all the ones I've mentioned are completely free to go in. Uh, the Museum of Liverpool tells our story about our creative side, about our trade side. About our port, um, and exhibitions change. Of course, there's uh, there's stuff in there about the Beatles. Believe Absolutely. it or not. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: yeah. And then, and then we we came. We kept going along the 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 port along the river, and we came to what sort of the three iconic buildings of Liverpool. And talk a little bit about those, because there's a name for them, right?
1: Yeah, we call them the Three Graces. So we have the Port of Liverpool building, opened in 1806, and the Liver buildings opened in 1911. Did I just say 1811?
0: Uh, Well, so you you can change (laughs) that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
1: 1906, Port of Liverpool building, 1911, Liver buildings, and 1916, the Cunard buildings, which was the former head office of the Samuel Cunard shipping line. And then
0: behind it, uh, actually, there's the headquarters of the White Star line, too, right?
1: That's right. You saw just at the side there, we see a a red and white striped building. We call it the Streaky Bacon right, right. Building, and that was the former head office of the White Star Shipping Line. Of course, the most famous White Star ship was the Titanic, and uh, all the ships from the White Star ended in those letters IC. So, right. Britannic, Olympic, and Titanic. Whereas,
0: uh, the Cunard all all ended in uh, IA. Okay, right,
1: that's right. right. The Lusitania, the Carpathia, the Olympia, and so on. And yeah. we
0: have we have Cunard of this day too, still moving around. So, talk talk a little bit because then then if you keep ongoing we didn't we had done it the other day we went to the famous uh, where where the the ferry across the Mersey and we went to see went on that excursion and then that's also where you have some wonderful statues of the fab Four, right
1: yeah yeah. the statue of the Beatles down at the waterfront is absolutely beautiful it's based on a photo that was taken in 1961 of them walking through London actually Mm. Andy Edwards a local guy was the uh, the sculptor who um, created the art uh, created the manquettes and then the um, life-size statue. Well, actually, it's bigger than life-size. It it's about one that. and a third the height of uh, the Beatles. And then,
0: and then you can become part of the Fab Five if you want, if you yes. just kind of like like the fifth Beetle, as I said myself. Now, then we, we kept going, though. We, we went down to a sort of a little more modern area of Liverpool where you have incredible shopping, uh, um, just a, a real vibrant atmosphere down there. Tell us a little bit about that area where you have all the shopping centers and
1: everything. Yeah, like that. So the biggest shopping um, centre in Liverpool is called Liverpool One which is basically the postcode, the zip code. Um, It was built in 2008, opened in 2008, changed the face of Liverpool, Mm. united the Albert Dark with the traditional shopping centre of Church Street, um, represented an investment into the city by the Duke of Westminster of almost a billion pounds, Mm. literally changed the face. Twenty-three architects involved in the design of Liverpool One, all the big shops, all the fashion shops are there, restaurants, bars, indoor crazy golf, apartments, Hilton Hotel other hotels it's uh, yeah, it's, it's, all fabulous. Down
0: there. it's all down there and a few of our, our crew actually went off shopping after a while yes. uh, so <laughs> it was good to see that and we kept on going we went to this one you said there was it's one of the oldest buildings in Liverpool uh, and and we had a coffee and what was that place
1: yeah just on the outskirts of Liverpool one is a place called the blue coat mm-hmm. it's uh, an art center now but it started life as a school a charity school and um, as an art center it's very creative there's always free exhibitions going on in the it's a very family friendly place and it's got a lovely cafe where as you say it was a bit cold today so we thought we'd have a uh, coffee
0: to warm us up we had to get a coffee and we walked up there and we kept on going and then we went down one block that was just this almost every ethnic food known to man on this one what what was that street that
1: that street's bold street it's where i recommend people go if they don't want to go to a chain restaurant we've got plenty of you know standard restaurants that people can depend on but that street, Bowl Street, is full of independent restaurants from all over the world. So if you want something from Asia, you want something from um, South America, um, you Mexico, want something everything, British, every, everything—it's
0: all there. Yeah, I got burgers, it's everything else. Lovely
1: atmosphere. I, I think Bow Street's got a like great. Atmosphere.
0: And then, as, at the end, is a fabulous church that we stopped at. And tell us about that church because that has a story too, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, so that church was called St Luke's. Um, it's been deconsecrated, so we don't refer to it as a church now, but St. Luke's Church was is locally called the bombed out church. So in 1941, it was hit by the Luftwaffe. They were bombing this very important port and um, a few of the bombs went astray. So St. Luke's Church was uh, set on fire, but the city decided to keep it as a memorial to the civilians of our city who died but it doesn't get wasted, it gets used. We have gin festivals in there, um, open air cinema, art events. All sorts of stuff. Oh, and it's now used for weddings as well. It but it's works, a deconceration. It
0: and actually, right outside is a, a sculpture uh, from World War I of a German uh, soldier and a British soldier about ready to play a game of football during a Christmas yeah. truce, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, football's very important to this city.
0: No, I mean, we are ta- yeah. talking about that. They have two teams, wonderful teams. They have uh, Liverpool Football Club and Everton. And uh, it's, it's wonderful to go see yeah. that. So if you're not thinking Beatles, the other thing to do here is football, right?
1: Yeah, if you can get a ticket. It's not that easy. But yet that truce, the, um, the sculptor, the statue that you're referring to, was called the truce, and it's uh, a nod to the Christmas Day event where the German soldiers and British soldiers got together for the game of football, which is what football should be used for, to to I, unify I people. Yeah,
0: we should just play football and forget about it, which is kind of what the World Cup's all about, but that's another story. Now, we didn't even go down with, with you. We, we went the other night. We had a night, actually last night, a late night, uh, down at the Cavern Club, the famous one, which actually is real really still very much in use and, and locals go and uh great music uh it's not just a you know during the day sometimes it gets a little touristy uh but uh at night you can go there and hear bands they're, they they're gonna play some Beatles uh, but they're also going to play a lot more, right?
1: Absolutely. I recommend going to Matthew Street, the Cavern Quarter, we call it. Yeah. A beautiful place to just go. Lots of different bars and restaurants, nice friendly atmosphere. Lots of um, what we call stag parties and hen parties. Yeah, I, saw a few, know,
0: I, saw, I saw a few hen parties yeah, there. You can yeah. see all these girls dressed up, underdressed, by the way. That was, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. uh, British girls go out with, I'm saying, get, get. I feel like a, the, the, the father's saying, put some clothes on. You <laughs> I <know.
1: laughs> well, I feel the same,
0: yeah. I know. So any other place that you would recommend uh, that... Americans go uh, while they're here and that you can also give tours to Yeah,
1: there's a place that we didn't manage to get to today because we had limited time on the walk, but there's a, a street called William Brown Street and in that area we have um the walk at our gallery, the central library, the uh, World Museum and St George's Hall and a little garden called St. John's Gardens. Right in the middle of town, but just just a little bit west of where we were. Right. Lovely area to go, cultured area, so only go if you've got culture.
0: Well, that's, that's her neck. We'll save that for next time. I Believe me, I could go back, and I actually didn't get a chance to see the museums that I'd like to see, so hopefully I'll come back again. That's about my third or fourth time in Liverpool, and I've always enjoyed it, whether it's to see a football match, whether it's to see all the Beatles. Uh, I can immerse myself in Beatles here, it's amazing. Yes. Or it's to see this amazing history of the place uh, because it was this very, very important port and industrial center, uh, and, and now it's an incredible tourist center. And you delivered, you really, an amazing. Uh, guide throughout the city and it was great to finally pull it all together
1: well you were all lovely people to take around so and you would always be welcome here come back soon
0: and now where can uh, we go out to about a hundred and ten thousand travel advisors where can they reach you and reach your group to f- sort of organize a guided tour
1: it's a heart of okay that's
0: so there you go so you go on that website and you too can get a great tour from Margot ar- around around this wonderful city that's just so important and such a lovely place to go it's it's really I've been here many times well many meaning four times uh, and I love coming up here again and again and I can love to experience and this time, I really got a little bit more than I did the previous two times. So thanks to you.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, sometimes on a walk you see more than you do on a bus. I do
0: yeah. think, although you do have to sometimes take the bus to go up it's to. Sometimes. You got to go to go up to see the Beatles' houses and everything. They were in the suburbs, and, and a lot of their attractions and places like uh, Strawberry Field and and some of the names that are famous, Penny Penny Lane, exactly. and all these places are they something you have to do a bus. Bit further
1: right? out, yeah, they are a bit further out. But there's lots to see in the city center. It's a compact city. Good, good for walking around. It is
0: good, and we just walked all the way up from the, the river, so that's cool. Margot, again, thank you for taking the time, and thank you for talking to us now.
1: Thank you. Thanks very much for doing this with me as well. It's a pleasure for
0: me. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report.